The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out CybionicsCGM.com. This is the Insulone Podcast, where I, own Costello, try to redefine diabetes. In this week's episode... It was Chris Bright in one of the episodes, actually. He said, diabetes is like playing football. If you make a bad pass in football, you don't just run off the pitch and quit. You make a bad pass and you reset and go again. But before we get into that, everything you hear on the Insulone podcast is from my own personal experience. And if you have any worries or issues regarding your diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, let's get stuck into this episode. Good afternoon and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Insulone Podcast. You already know it's myself, hope you've had a good week, hope you're having a good day and those blood sugars are behaving the way they should. So this week we have a bit of a different episode for you because Graham is away, he's, he's actually always gone away, he's had two holidays now in the past, I think for three weeks so... I hope he enjoys it. It's nice to have all that. It's always nice to have that time off. And I am taking a couple days over next week or so. So we decided to do a bit of a different episode, not cover a topic, not cover emails or questions, but a bit of a recap of some of the episodes that we've had on this past year, because obviously we've now nearly done 25 episodes more than the year so nearly a year and a half essentially which is crazy to think about it but over the past year and a half we have had some amazing episodes with unbelievable guests all of whom redefine diabetes in their own right and I know I say it on here all the time but the purpose of this podcast is to redefine diabetes redefine what the general public if they're listening, think of diabetes, but also more importantly, how we as diabetics view our diabetes and how we can learn from the guests and from each other, essentially, that it is something that is quite difficult, as we know, but we can redefine it into a positive, into something that is bigger than us. So, I'm going to highlight three episodes, and these three episodes are some of our most popular in terms of listeners, but also some of my favorite ones that I really enjoyed listening to, interviewing 
or recording ourselves. So the first episode that I want to highlight is episode 61. Now, if you have listened to this episode, I'm sure you feel exactly the same as me. It was unbelievable to even speak to this guy. So episode 61 was myself and a Canadian type 1 diabetic called Sebastian Sasseville. Now, the episode is Climbing Mount Everest with Sebastian. And I was really looking forward to speaking with Sebastian because over the past year or so, I've kind of got into running, obviously not anywhere near the extent of what Sebastian does. But in this episode, Sebastian talks about the fact that he climbed Mount Everest, which is unbelievable in itself. He did the Sahara 250 kilometer run, which is a run over five days through the Sahara Desert at 50 degrees Celsius, 250k in the sand, over the sand dunes, which I'm sure you can imagine is extremely difficult to say the least. Not only that, he ran across Canada, which is over 7,000 kilometers. And to put that into perspective, what Sebastian did was over a nine month period, he ran five or six marathons a week. Now, if you actually try and comprehend that, it's quite mind-boggling. I wanted to highlight that episode because personally I got a lot from it. He's a very, very inspirational person and more importantly, a very inspirational type 1 diabetic. But he only recently cycled across Canada over 14 days, which equates to 400 kilometers a day he cycled which is just insane. So here are a few of the best bits from that episode with myself and Sebastian. So you're always back at base camp, camp one for a while, and then back down to base camp. And then up again, camp one, camp two, say there almost a week, it's a good threshold to acclimatize. And then you come back to base camp. And then we'll do that another time. And then eventually go to camp three. Camp three is uh, 7,000 meters. Things starting to get serious. This hair race, which is a fantastic experience, that is just pure physical suffering because it's not long enough that your mind will <laughs> snap. Um, the, the finish line is close enough, even on day one, that your mind doesn't really go somewhere too, too dark. Uh, a little dark, but <laughs> not too dark. <laughs> Um, big challenge diabetes-wise because the race is almost 100% self-supported. So again, what you have is what you have. And on Monday morning when you start the race, you, you supply all of your food and you carry it. You have a, a reserve of carbs and, and you got to manage it. Um, so diabetes control and preventing lows becomes very, very, very important. The next episode that I want to highlight is one, obviously, that I am affected by personally and any diabetic out there is affected by this because we all know the feeling of this and what it entails in itself. And that is hypo-anxiety. So hypo-anxiety is that fear, that irrational fear, but also the rational fear of going low, having your blood sugar drop at any given point. Now, obviously, we can do things to avoid dropping so rapidly quite frequently. But of course, it's always that fear of, you know, if you're in a job interview, if you're on a first date, if you're 
doing a podcast. It's happened to me a couple of times where I go low during the podcast or in the gym or out for a walk, wherever it may be. We almost consciously and subconsciously at the same time, strangely enough, have that fear of, what if my blood sugar goes low? Do I have enough glucose? Do I have dextrose tablets? Do I have whatever it might be to treat that hypo? So it's always, it's always that underlying kind of stressful, anxious, uneasy feeling of, I really hope I don't go low. So this was episode 15. It was one of our most popular. And for me, that's not really much of a surprise because it is something that we're all affected by. And hearing stories and experiences from other people who feel this way too really helps us out. So in this episode, myself and Graham go through what hypoanxiety is and more importantly, types of strategies I use personally to ensure that I feel confident with my bloods as much as possible regardless of what it is I'm doing at the time. I also have examples of my own life when I have overtreated that imaginary or future low before it even happens, inevitably leading to very high blood sugars. And for me, the standout one, the standout hypo anxiety incident for me was when I was coming back from the States. I was on the plane, hadn't been home in a couple of years. And I was really thinking when I arrived, I don't want my bloods to go low. So you'll hear more of the story in that episode. So that is episode 15, hypo anxiety. Your body is literally shutting down, crying out for glucose and check my blood sugar was 1.9. I was like, oh shit, I need to sort this out. So I like shoveled in about 10 glucose tablets. I lay on my bed for about five minutes thinking, please don't go lower, please don't go lower, please don't go lower. So that hypo anxiety leads me nicely into the last episode that I want to highlight in this episode, which was episode 41 with Brandon Mayu. So Brandon Mayu is obviously a type one diabetic. And when he was telling me his story, I was quite literally lost for words. And I'm somebody who enjoys having a conversation with people, and I'm rarely actually lost for words. But when he was telling me a story and he tells it so well and tells it so, he tells it in this sort of really passionate way. And you can feel that through the episode. And when I was listening to it, there was a few times when I was just, I actually didn't know what to say. His story is absolutely mind-blowing. And to just give you a brief overview of what his story entails to to prompt you to go listen to the full episode. So Brandon was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at the age of three. So he's had it for 31 odd years. And he's always been somebody who says himself a very healthy diabetic. He's always been proud of how he's managed his, his diabetes. But in 2015, following, it was like a sudden intense pain Brandon underwent nine surgeries, nine, and had one of his kidneys removed. Now, after that, one problem seemed to lead to another, to say the the very least. And his last hope of survival was to get a full pancreas transplant. Now, prior to me speaking to Brandon, I didn't even know that's what people got done. So with this, he wasn't just facing 
extreme and drastic and dramatic health difficulties. He was also facing substantial financial difficulties as a result. So Brandon had to, along with all these medical difficulties, he also had to raise $250,000 in three months just to pay for the surgery. Now that in itself is worthy of an episode, but along with the fact that he had to get the transplant and all these other things. But why I say the hypo-anxiety episode leads nicely into this one is because, now I don't want to give the full episode away because I want you to listen to it because I know you'll love it, but for about two years, if I remember correctly, because Brandon was a brittle diabetic, that's what what he, he called it, and his body just wasn't doing what it was supposed to do, his blood sugar was constantly low. And he said for, I think it was either two or three years, I can't remember correctly, that he consistently had low blood sugar. So you know what that feeling of a low blood sugar is like when you're drained and you feel as if you're melting and you're like, I need to get sugar. I need to get my blood sugar back up. He had that feeling for, I think, two or three years consistently. Passed out a couple of times. I'm I'm actually going to stop myself. Go listen to the episode. It's unbelievable. Here are a few of the main parts of it. My body just would not accept insulin the way it was supposed to. It would process it immediately. Food wouldn't be able to be digest because it didn't have the energy to. So it couldn't make the energy for my body to function. And so I was, my body was literally dying from the inside out. And that's why it just, it, it, it was getting worse and progressively worse and worse. And she just said, Brandon, you're going to die. You have less than two years to live. Your body can't keep shutting down and restarting like it's supposed to. There is nothing that you can do about this. This happens to very few diabetics because you, you are considered a brittle, hypoglycemic, unaware diabetic. We don't have treatment for it. We've tried everything. It doesn't work. So the only option is a pancreas-only transplant. And there you go. They are three of... Some of my favorite episodes. Now, I know we have a library of episodes of 75 now, which is great to see. But those three stand out to me because there's two unbelievable stories and one episode specifically with the hypo-anxiety that is something we all feel. It's something we all experience that, as I said, the irrational but also rational fear of a low blood sugar. So if you haven't listened to those episodes yet in full, definitely go listen to them. You'll really enjoy them. You'll get a lot from them, like all of the episodes, I hope. And until then, as always, I appreciate you listening. I know I say that in every episode, but I'm going to continue to say it because I do greatly appreciate you listening. And I hope you get a lot from the podcast, which is the goal of the podcast, to hopefully make any diabetic's life happier and easier to the best of our ability. But until then, as I said, have a good week, have a good way, good way, have a good day. Remember, don't react emotionally to those bloods. And I'll keep saying that too. If our bloods are high or low, it's telling us something. Why did it go high? Why did it go low? What can I change? What can I do slightly differently the next time? So don't react emotionally as best you can. Take it as a hit. Move on to the next one. 
it was Chris Bright in one of the episodes, actually, he said a great thing that stuck with me. And he said, diabetes is like playing football. If you make a bad pass in football, you don't just run off the pitch and quit. You make a bad pass and you reset and go again. If your blood sugar is high, your blood sugar is low, you have a bad day, you have a bad week, you reset and you go again. So have a good day. Have a good week. As always, if you have a story, if you have a question, if you have an experience that you would like to share with myself or Graham and everybody else on the podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out. We really love getting these emails in. Some stories are funny. Some stories are quite touching and inspiring. So the more we get in, the better. We love getting through them. Again, have a good day. Have a good week. (laughs) Look after yourself. And I will chat to you soon.